Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey, Joey. How's it going? It's good. We're getting uh, into some magical stuff with this one. Let's talk about spells and things of that ilk, shall we? Cool. <laughs> Starting out with the main question, um, what is a spell? So a spell is simply an intention. Okay. When we look at spells, I mean, this is, again, we get back into the beginner versus the intermediate and advanced level. You know, I can cast a spell by simply thinking about something and sending energy out. Mm -hmm. You know, the beginner's going to go and get a Scott Cunningham book and open it up and say, okay, first I do this and then I do that and then I do that and then I do that. And I have these 15 different ingredients that have to go into the spell. And, <laughs> you know, and Scott Cunningham is sort of the, the be all end all of recipe magic. And, you know, he's great. And if you want to pick up any one of his books... It's you'll you'll get something useful out of it. So I'm not in any way poo pooing him because he he is fantastic for the beginning person. Mm -hmm. When you don't wield a lot of energy using the energy available from sympathetic magic elements is helpful. So I'm not saying that it's a bad idea to do it as a beginner. I'm just saying that that your idea of what a spell is will evolve over time. Okay. And so as your ability to hold more energy increases, your need to use the sympathetic magic elements decreases. Okay. A friend of mine was moving out of one home and into another home, and they serve as the center of community. What we did was they had a community gathering to say goodbye to the home. They had a house cooling party, right? <laughs> and what we did was we set a Buddha figurine in the center of the room, and I did a little ritual for them where... 
I took all of the energy of all the people who were in the room being there as part of the community, the community energy, not stealing the people's energy, but the community energy mm-hmm. and the energy that was locked in the walls of the house from 20 years of holding community events in this location. And I spun the Buddha three times to the left and pulled all that energy into the Buddha so as I did it. So we spun the energy in. So it portabilized the energetic and then when they moved to their new house, we held another gathering and we spun the Buddha three times to the right to release the energy back into the space and to anchor it into the walls. That's a spell. Again, you say it's about the intention, which we will continue to talk about, I feel. Is over it? and over again, <laughs> ad nauseum. Yeah, right? I, I, I may be a slow learner, but I'm picking up on that one. <laughs> I'm picking up on that one. So the words are not necessary to set the intention, but... At least for beginners, it may be helpful. Yeah. And and it's good to clarify them. Right. Okay. But again, you've got to be careful what you ask for. Right. So I can't remember. Did we talk yet about the uh, the spell I cast to draw in the perfect boyfriend years yes. ago? Okay. So that's a good example, right? Where you, you have to be careful that you ask for what you actually want instead of random words that might not actually mean what you want. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the spell casting piece is, is about being really clear about the intent, being really clear about what you want, what you don't want, and putting energy behind it and then expecting it to come back. How are manifestations different than spells in that they case? They aren't. They aren't. They aren't. Oh. They're the exact same thing. Well, it's look at that. Prayer, spell, manifestation, all same were same same concept, different paradigm. Okay. And right? intention then would all fall be the overhead to exactly. all of that. Exactly. All the same stuff. Okay, how do we use the energetic world then to influence the physical ones? So And again, this is where we get really deep into the need to deal with your unconscious belief structures, (laughs) because this is where it will kick you in the ass every time. Okay, because what happens is that we start looking at what we want to create and what will happen is that you you're like, okay, I want this. And then you have to check your control path to make sure you don't keep yanking it back, yanking it back, yanking it back and not believing yourself. Right. And then you have to check and make sure you're willing to let go of whatever might have to go for the thing to come in. Because if your life is full and you're asking for something to come in that takes a lot of time, you've got to expect there's going to be some breakdown. Right. And if you're not willing to accept the breakdown, then you're not willing to accept the thing coming in. So right. you're putting up your own energetic block exactly. to, the, to the spell actually working. Exactly. If you don't believe that you deserve it, if you suck at receiving, I, I see it all the time. People are like, I want more money. And then somebody says, let me take you out for lunch. And they say, oh, no, 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 you don't have to do that. I'm like, not spending money on something you were going to spend money on is having more money. <laughs> Shut up and say yes. Well, you can't shut up and say yes, but say yes, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there's a lot of ways in which people will block their own manifestations. They'll just be like, oh, no, 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 I can't take that or can't do that or whatever. You have to be willing to say yes when something comes in. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be able to, to perceive of yourself as the person who might have, be, or do that thing. Yep. 
Because if you're asking for something that's going to change your identity, that's going to mess with you if you're not willing to accept the new identity. You know, one of the things that I talk about in the Mastering Spiritual Evolution program is who do I need to be in order to get where I want to go, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you want to be a doctor and you want to manifest getting into medical school, well, you got to study. Right. And if you're not willing to study, you're not willing to be the person who's going to become the doctor. And therefore, no amount of manifesting is going to get you into medical school. Mm -hmm. You're in partnership yeah, you can't the manifest the work away. Right. Exactly. It's the same idea of saying, do me at the energy healers. Right. You have to be in partnership with the universe when you're trying to manifest something, which means that you ask for what you want, but then you put one foot in front of the other to create it as you go. Yeah. Right. The universe will help you down the path by giving you the opportunities, but you need to accept them. And then sometimes accepting them means actually working. And sometimes it means accepting the things that you have been given. Exactly. Willingness to receive. Exactly. And there's, you know, there's another piece, which I see a lot in the spiritual community. I see a lot of people who are trying to be so quote unquote spiritual, right? And they're meditating and they're rising above and they're, they're connecting to spirit and they're, they're really getting invested in the, the, being spiritual part of it and they forget that we live in the physical Mm -hmm. and when you forget that you live in the physical what happens is you you spend most of your life half out of your body and when you are not connected to your lower chakras you cannot manifest manifestation begins in the root chakra why is that it's the connection point to the earth. You can't manifestation re- literally means bringing energy into form. And if you don't have connection to the root chakra, which is connected to the earth, then there's no place for you to create the energy into form. We're pulling something out of the chaos realms and creating it into a physical form that requires a connection to the physical earth. So are there different techniques that people would go about manifesting or creating spells or using? I know you talked about the books, uh, talked about the beginner's way. You gave us the example of the Facebook meme a couple of episodes ago right. where you were sort of talking about the beginner, intermediate and advanced. Are those really the the main techniques? Well, yeah. I mean, Abraham Hicks uh, is a great resource for anything with regards to the law of attraction. Um I grew up listening to Abraham Hicks and, and, you know, fortunately and unfortunately there's about a billion different episodes of stuff for them. (laughs) So you could literally spend a lifetime listening because they've been, she's been channeling for as long as I can remember. And I'm 48 years old. (laughs) So, um, there's, there's so much information there that it's hard to absorb it all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a good resource. Really what you're looking to do is you're looking to get really clear about what it is that you're asking for. You're looking to put energy behind it and then you're looking to expect it to come back to you. That's really the, the, bare bones you know it's it's more complex than that in the in the detailed version but that's the essence Mm -hmm. right and you know then there's all these ways in which we love to (laughs) self-sabotage and go no no i can't possibly be that powerful no no (laughs) um i i have a girlfriend of mine uh she passed away a few years ago but 
she she had the most wonderful reaction anytime I told her that I had manifested something. She'd her eyes would light up and her hands would come together and she would say, Wish for something else. Wish for something else <laughs> Which was the most beautiful reminder because as I said, when we get something that we've asked for that surprises us and scares us with our own power, we our default is to shut down. And so I want to share with you her enthusiasm and say, wish for something else, wish for something else, because that's what I want for you. You know, manifest and manifest some more and manifest some more. Uh, one of the the best, I, I'm, I'm not generally an affirmation girl. I'm not because, you know, I, I'm very bad at at pretending I'm not, I'm something I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and affirmations are often about, you know, Fake it till you Fake make it. Fake until you make it. And I was, it was never my thing. I'm, I'm a really high integrity person. And so it just <laughs> never worked for me. But there, there is an affirmation that I have said my entire life, which in my world was not an affirmation so much as a statement of truth. Yep. Um, which is I live a charmed life. And I invite you to borrow that if affirmations work for you. I live a charmed life. Everything works out for me. It's just magical. I don't know how it works. I don't care. But I live a charmed life. That has been true for me. I mean, to the point where I actually had a friend who got so angry at me that she stopped talking to me (laughs) because things just worked out easily for me. And she worked so hard and things didn't work out so well for her all the time. But her belief structure said, I have to work really hard for anything I get. And it doesn't always work out. So she she created a counter manifestation. Right. <laughs> she and manifested then, a counter manifestation. Right. And then I would do something and it would just magically happen. And then she'd get pissed. She's like, it's not fair. I said, it, it's not about fair. You believe X. I believe Y. You get X. I get Y. You don't want to get X anymore. Believe Y. She's like, but that's not how it works. I'm like, clearly it does for me. <laughs> But she just got angry, mm-hmm. you know, and it just didn't work. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I'm not going to suddenly make my life harder to make you feel better. So, right. you know, I can't help you with that. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's, I, I get how frustrating it is for people who are really invested in that perspective. Yeah. Because it was, it was horrible to watch, you know, because I knew she was working her ass off and I felt bad for her mm-hmm. that it just didn't work. There, but I could, I couldn't fix it. I mean, I could tell her how to fix it, but I can't, I can't fix it for her. Right. You know, so it just, it is what it is. And you just got to sit and shake your head and go, okay. It seems like, again, hashtag broken records, (laughs) intention and focus. And, you know, you, you told the story before about when you were opening your, your first shop and and the gentleman who, came and and sanded the floors because you had said i'm not doing this but it's going to get done right and and you were willing to receive that so again with with this the universe is going to give it to you if you ask for it and you ask for it soundly and you're not you put it out there and pulling it back you believe in it it's going to come you just need to be willing to see it and accept it and that i mean it's true whether you're asking for help sanding your floors or whether you're manifesting money yep you know, I, I've sat down and now I need to be really clear about manifesting money because uh, people get this one, they get all bound up in it because there's all sorts of bullshit around money in people's energy fields. 
it does not work if you if you demand the money right. <laughs> because demanding it is an act of anger and it it's an act of betrayal and it makes it, your the energy that you're fueling it with says you don't love me i'm going to make you love me you have to give me this money because i deserve it and you suck yeah. right you, nobody's going to give you money when you give them that attitude nobody including the universe right okay so when you're manifesting money you have to just go oh i need more money okay money is coming where is it I'm looking for it because there's money coming. I'm expecting it. Where's the money? The money, I'm going to step into the money. And then you have to start doing things that create money, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to open your mouth and talk to people that you don't normally talk to. And there will be opportunities that arise. And sometimes you don't. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just step into that energy. And, you know, I had a client yesterday text me saying, hey, I've got a new client for you. Because, you know, she's just so excited with the work she's done. She's been telling everybody and she's been referring like a new person every two or three weeks. And it's just like, score, thanks. You know, awesome. And, you know, it's just, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it just shows up out of the blue. Yeah. And sometimes there's a random check in your box. You know, I got a, I got a random refund from the state of Massachusetts once for 150 bucks. And I was like, I have no idea where this came from or why it's here. <laughs> but thank but you. Thanks. Right. <laughs> yeah. And to this date, they haven't asked for it back. So, okay. <laughs> you know? But I needed the money at the time. And yeah. I was like, cool. Thanks. You know. But you have to be open to receive it. You can't look at that and go, oh, my God, they're going to screw me over and I'm going to owe this back. And then they're going to charge me a penalty. I shouldn't cash this. Let me check. And yeah. I'm going to look a gift horse in the mouth. And blah, blah, blah. it's yeah. like, no, cash the check and say thank you. Right. So since we're talking about manifesting money, there's a, a great series by Jen Sincero um, called You're a Badass. And she has one called You're a Badass at Making Money. I don't know. Have you read that? No, uh, I haven't read it. Uh, highly recommend it. And for listeners out there, uh, it was recommended to me. I read it. And it's a great way to sort of change that perspective. You're talking about removing the personal blocks. And that's what that that book talks about. She sort of gets you to, to rethink what you feel about money mm -hmm. and all of those blocks that are put in our heads about uh, money only goes to rich people. Rich people are assholes and selfish. And really what she starts to say is that, you know, without using the words, if we had more light workers and people who are who are looking to change the world with money in their hands to be able to do things and affect change, um, then we're going to make a better space. Yeah. And that's really that concept. So, well, and, and that's an interesting thing about stepping into spiritual work. We talked about morphic fields. Yes. Um, the morphic field of spirituality is rife with poverty mm -hmm. because we've got the Christian background of monks and nuns and priests who yep. eschew wealth and, and physical items. And it's not just Christian. I mean, the Buddhists do it too. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's prevalent. Yeah. And, you know, it's this idea of, of, of giving up physical items, you know, physical, physical cares and needs in in instewing those in in service to spirituality the problem with that is that you end up with people half out of their bodies right <laughs> right so you know this has been 
this is the real challenge. And this is one of the things that I see with, with spiritual seekers a lot is that they, most of the spiritual practices that are taught are taught from the heart chakra up. Mm-hmm. And so you end up with these people who have these wide open upper chakras or close to wide open upper chakras. And so they're leaving their bodies a lot, but they're not dealing with the lower chakras, which is, you know, the third chakra, which is all about the power and the, the second chakra, which is about sexuality and guilt and shame. And the first chakra, which is all about groundedness and family and safety and security and, and, you know, the structure of the home and needs around, you know, food, clothing, shelter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't deal with those, you end up with people who are unable to impact the planet. And therefore we end up with patriarchy. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it's not that matriarchy would be better, mind you, because matriarchy has its shadow side as well. And I know a lot of people are leaning towards that going, Oh, women would be better. No, any archie is probably any archie is thing. bad. <laughs> right. So, you know, what we really need to be shooting for is balance, right? right? Ma- you know, masculine and feminine in balance because together they don't go into their shadows <laughs> individually they shadow out and it ain't pretty but the upshot is that there's this way in which all of these people have been trained to only do the upper chakra work mm-hmm. and you really have a hard time creating anything from just the upper chakras okay And so that's why between that and the morphic field of spirituality being so rife with poverty, it's why we have a hard time with light workers and energy workers and spiritual people um, bringing shift to the planet. Right. So what you have to do when you step into this space is you have to negotiate with the morphic field of spirituality and say, I'm not engaging the poverty side. You can keep that piece. Right. I'm going to be very, very wealthy and I'm going to have the resources that will provide the ability to make change at a large scale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have the resources to get the word out to the people who need to hear the message yep. that allow me to impact more people at a larger scale. I'm going to have the resources to take care of myself so that I am not burnt out to a crisp and have nothing left to offer the people who need to hear from me. Right. I'm going to have the resources. Right. Right. I'm not going to buy into that poverty mindset. And I'm going to be willing to be in my body. Yes. To be in the interface that allows me to change the world. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That ties in nicely to some of the stuff that you have in your program set that would work towards this, right? Yeah. The Mastering Spiritual Evolution program is all about that. Mm -hmm. It absolutely is. It is the doorway that gets you into a position to be able to hold your power so significantly that you can make these agreements with the universe and with the morphic field of spirituality and that you have the ability to do that. It it helps you claim your space say, yes, this is mine. This is what I claim. Set your boundaries. No, you get out. You don't get to come in. If I don't tell you, you can, this is my space and own your power. I claim this. 
this will be, I manifest this into being. Um, and those three things are the, the really foundational stuff of being able to create a life you can love at a core level. And you've got a manifestation class as well, right? I do. Uh, there's a, a the secret behind the law of attraction, uh, which I called that way because a lot of people go looking for the secret. And the secret was an awareness raiser. It wasn't a how-to. Right. Um, but the secret behind the law of attraction is uh, it's two-hour video um, broken into, I think, eight sections so that it, you can consume it over time. Um, but it's a... a a two hour workshop that I did on how to manifest effectively. And it's step by step by step, exactly how to do it and how to avoid the self-sabotage process. Awesome. And folks can go to kellysparta.com to get more information on that specifically in the online program section. Indeed. All yes. Right. Awesome. Okay. I think that's all we have time for this week. Thanks everybody for joining us. Be sure to join us next week as Kelly adds another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. Thanks all. Bye guys. Manifest well. I travel over 13,000 now, so I leave behind a little Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.